Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Amanda Holloway, the Executive Director for the Canadian Mental Health Association here in Wood Buffalo. And today we're chatting about our own, our mental well-being. So just to kick us off, Amanda, who are you and what do you do? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, as you said, my name is Amanda and I'm the executive director of the Canadian Mental Health Association here in Wood Buffalo. I'm a registered social worker and I've spent the bulk of my career um, supporting individuals struggling with mental health and or addictions and um, love the work I do and, and just love being a part of that service delivery in our community. So the Canadian Mental Health Association, what exactly, like in my mind, I have an idea of like what's happening, but what happens? What what do you guys do there? Yeah, so CMHA, we offer an array of supports and services designed to support individuals um, on a journey to mental wellness. Our vision is uh, to be a part of a thriving community where we foster and embrace mental wellness for all. So, you know, from areas of prevention and promotion and providing individuals with that knowledge around, you know, what is mental health, um, what are, you know, mental health diagnosis, we do that all the way up to providing direct service delivery for individuals who, who are experiencing mental health challenges. So with that direct, so you mean like, so, cause right now I'd imagine like with the pandemic, like so much stuff is having to be done virtually, but you guys still do on occasion, like you'll, you'll head in there to like straight to people's homes or how, how does that work? Yeah. So one of the main things that we're known for in the community is we have what's called a recovery college. Now, a lot of people will go recovery college. What is that? One, I'm not going to school. (laughs) Two, I'm not, you know, quote unquote addicted. So I don't need to be in recovery. Um, So we always have to do a little bit of education around what is recovery college. And so Recovery College is a series of courses that we co-develop with individuals who have lived experience in mental health. So we we create courses around, you know, building better boundaries, how to increase your mental wellness, you know, regulating your emotions, all those sorts of things. And what sets us apart is that not only is our coursing based in best practice and educational knowledge, but it's built with individuals who have that lived experience. So individuals who have battled addiction, individuals who have mental health diagnosis, and then we co-create those courses and we co-deliver them together. So, you know, oftentimes it's, you know, a staff team member at CMHA, as well as somebody who lives, works and plays within our community who has that front end knowledge of just what it's like to live with mental health and or addictions. So, and and that is, is strictly your guys' kind of focus is that is with people with addictions, with people um, that struff, uh, struggle mentally with other maybe like pre-existing conditions and stuff like that, or is it just your, your regular day person as well who's just, you know, they're having a hard go of things? 
Yeah, we are for everybody. So we always say five out of five people have mental health. <laughs> mental health isn't just the the presence of a, of a mental illness. Mental health is also mental wellness. And so, you know, so we really like to try to get people in the beginning end as well, where it's around how do you promote and maintain positive mental health. And so, you know, our courses and the programs we offer are for people who generally probably maybe feel well, don't feel like they have any issues, but just want to learn how to stay on that path, to stay on that, that trajectory. But also for those individuals who may be on the other side of the spectrum and who are, you know, have clinical mental health diagnosis or are actively struggling. So that's the beauty of CMHA is that we are for everybody, no matter where, where they lie on their mental health journey at this point. So for your, your, you know, regular day person, you're just going to work every day, you know, you grab your coffee in the morning and that's kind of your, your little bliss you get. Um, so what are some of the signs to, to kind of show like, cause burnout, that, that's a real thing, right? You, the pandemic certainly, I think, has put mental health to the surface for people. And we're talking a lot more about mental health because it has had such a, a negative impact um, on the mental health of people all across the globe. Um, a recent study just completed showed that 50% of Canadians report a deterioration in their mental health. And so, you know, what a lot of people have just been experiencing has been a shift, you know, in their mood. Maybe we're not getting joy out of the same things that used to bring us joy. Maybe we're engaging in coping strategies that are not necessarily of the healthy kind. For example, increasing our alcohol consumption. You know, we have gone through a long, long time of isolation. Um, and, you know, and so oftentimes people will stay in that isolation, maybe aren't doing things that they normally would do before, not being as active. You know, in order to maintain our mental wellness, we usually have things that bring us joy or things that we do, whether it's, you know, going for walks, being physically active. And what we're seeing is that there's been a decline in all of those things. And people are not necessarily paying attention to the negative impacts that that is having on our mood and our mental health. Yes, exactly. We really need to look out for each other out there. Keep on those signs because we're all having a hard go at things. But we are going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters. But when we come back, we're going to hear more from Amanda Holloway, the executive director for the Canadian Mental Health Association, because we're talking about our own mental well-being. And I do mean our. Everybody. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, today we're chatting with Amanda Holloway from the Canadian Mental Health Association to talk about mental health. Now, Amanda, I'm assuming... You know, mental health is similar to an injury to the body or something like that, and that is prevention is always better than trying to fix it afterwards. What are some signs that we look out either for ourselves or for a loved one? Uh, what kind of signs are we looking for? Yeah, I, I love how you compare it to other medical things because this is often in our mental health field what we try to do or say if you have a broken leg, you would go to the doctor immediately and have that remedied. Or if you were having issues with diabetes or heart disease, you would do the necessary things to alleviate uh, the worsening of those symptoms. And so mental health is no different. You know, so, I mean, I guess signs that you would see maybe 
in people would be maybe they are more withdrawn. Maybe they aren't participating in the things that they normally would participate in. They could potentially, you know, be more easily agitated, not presenting the way they normally would present. There could be a physical change in their appearance, you know, weight gain, weight loss, change in the way they dress, change in the way they groom themselves. There's so many indicators for mental health and they're not they're not universal for everybody. So, you know, how I may present as an individual who lives with depression and anxiety and a worsening of my symptoms may look vastly different for you. But what I would say is that, you know, if you have friends or loved ones and you're noticing just the change or you're getting those maybe little signs or little, you know, we always say that gut feeling that something isn't right, there's something off or this person is not presenting the way, don't be shy to have those conversations with people because that's what saves people's lives or and that's what helps people hopefully bring them to a journey of achieving wellness is when we are open and we are honest and we have those conversations and we just do a check in hey how are you doing i've i've noticed that you know there's been a little bit of change are you okay do you need to talk and oftentimes what what we say at CMHA is when people hear mental health they think oh therapist psychiatrist you know, hospital, and for some, yes, but oftentimes what people just need is a listening ear. They just need somebody to say, you know, do you want to chat? I'm here, and to not give any advice, not give any uh, instructions as to what they need to do, um, but just be present because that's oftentimes what people need is just somebody to validate what they're going through, to, to just be with them in the moment and hold space for them. I had grown up in rural Alberta. I had grown up with, you know, parents and family from rural Alberta. And, like, they kind of had that old school mentality of, uh, you know, depression never existed in my day. Depression is just this new thing that's been concocted for, you know, people nowadays. Mm-hmm. Is depression, like, this might be too in-depth of a thing, but is is depression more prevalent now? Are we just noticing it now? Are lives stressful now? I think it's a bit of both. I would certainly... Uh, I, I grew up in rural Port Newfoundland, so I hear you <laughs> yeah. on on the on the you know mental health wasn't a thing or you know we didn't have that back in our day. And um, I will adamantly disagree <laughs> with that. I think it's just it wasn't safe or it wasn't talked about, and so people didn't know how to process those things. Right? I I don't know what you used to hear, but you know I would just hear that they quote unquote lost their mind or you know or they had a, a had a break or whatever it may be so there's there's a couple ways to look at that I think it's more common now because the stigma is is being you know reduced people are talking about it people are embracing it like we mental health is on the forefront of majority of the conversations people are engaged in now so it's it's one of those things that may seem like it's a bigger thing than what it was in the past but again that's just because we're bringing more awareness and more normalcy around the conversation but i do also think that you know like again when we talk about the pandemic there is definitely negative implications for individuals mental health that are increasing the prevalence of of mental health in our community and well globally of course with the pandemic but also especially in our community when we are still in you know psychosocial recovery from the fire the flood economic downturn and a global pandemic we definitely do see higher prevalence of mental health challenges and concerns in our region unfortunately i think i've said it 
are, I think, twice a day since I've been here in Fort McMurray already, and that is the, I just need a vacation. That's it. I just need a vacation. And, and I know we've all said that, but you, know, you also hear the, um, the thing that goes with that is you just take your problems with you on vacation. Is a vacation enough to kind of reset a person? Like, what do you need? You know what? A vacation is a beautiful thing. I am hoping for my vacation to come <laughs> through this week, you know, and so a vacation and a, and time away can absolutely do somebody wonders. But what I would say is, is that if you are really struggling with your mental health, just a little circuit break um, might not be enough. It oftentimes takes just a week to, to unplug if you're if you're leaving work or you're leaving town to just for you to kind of get in your pattern and get into a routine and kind of relax. And so, you know, people always say, I'm sure you've heard it, I need a vacation for my vacation because when we come back, those things are still there. We still feel overwhelmed. So oftentimes vacation is is not the only solution. If, if we are struggling, if we are experiencing challenges with our mood, if we are having anxious feelings, feelings of hopelessness, feelings of overwhelm, or if we're withdrawing from people, those are things that we want to be paying attention to and saying, okay, wait a minute, maybe there's some work that I I need to put in here. Maybe there's some exploration I need to do because a vacation just might not be enough. Yeah, but a vacation sure would feel nice, especially on this chilly morning. A nice beach somewhere, I think. Uh, We're just going to take our last break here on Fort McMurray Matters. When we get back, we're going to keep chatting with Amanda Holloway to talk about our mental health. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in today, we're chatting with Amanda Holloway from the Canadian Mental Health Association here in Wood Buffalo, and we're talking about the mental well-being and our mental well-being, everybody, all of us. I don't know if it was the same when you and I were young kind of thing as it is now, but kids are really struggling with mental health a lot too. You know, if they don't want their parents to find out, are they able to you know, make phone calls to, to you guys, someone in the Wood Buffalo area? How do kids go about doing it? Oh, our kids have been through so much in yeah. this community. It has been heartbreaking for our children and our school districts have done an incredible job in providing those supports in school to to help those kids who are struggling and i mean this pandemic you know yanking kids out of school sitting them in their bedrooms for months and months on end no no connection it's been it's been detrimental for for a lot of our youth and so there definitely are programs and services as cmha we have um peer mentors who go into schools and provide that that peer coaching, that listening ear, that support to our youth. CMHA is also proud to be part of the integrated uh, youth hub network. And so in that network, we have a systems navigator. So if a youth presents and are having, you know, struggles or concerns, they can absolutely talk to that systems navigator um, and they can do their best to support them. But when we look at youth mental health, it's it's not a one agency thing. This is a huge piece of work in our community and it's going to require lots of work and collaboration for us to be able to ensure that our youth um, are taken care of because they've been through a lot. Yeah, and I know it, it, this is a, a heavy topic, you know, kind of thing, but I mean, that it 
it's a very important thing. You know, it's it like absolutely like you had mentioned with that that broken leg type of thing. Um, if you've got a broken leg, you're going to go to the hospital, and if your mind isn't doing quite as well as it should be, you should get that looked at and uh, you know check in on your own health that way too. Uh, is there anything you know? Because I'll you know end us up here. Is there anything you would like to say just to anyone of any age that's uh, maybe having a little trouble mentally, especially with the winter with COVID, uh, economic downturn, you know, the list of things to, uh, you know, be kind of having a struggle with. Is there anything you'd like to just say to anyone having a hard time? I would say that we are here. When you are struggling with mental health, addictions, a combination of both, it can be the most lonely, isolating, gut-wrenching place to be. And you often just want to retreat and don't want to reach out because you feel like nobody will ever understand or nobody could ever help me out of this. And I beg of you to please try. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a loved one. Reach out to a place like CMHA. There are options. There is a way. And so, you know, in those moments where you feel like you just want to retreat even more, reach out and and know that there's people who love people who care and people who um are willing to support you through this so don't ever do it alone well thank you very much amanda i really appreciate you uh coming on here and talking with us today thank you i'm so grateful for the opportunity well unfortunately that's all the time we have for today here on fort mcmurray matters but if you missed it or you want to hear more you can head to our website at mix1037fm.com where a fresh episode of our podcast is uploaded every day just click on the news section you can't miss it fort mcmurray matters airs every weekday at noon i'm adam Ophis. chat with you again tomorrow that's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.